Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence, don't be afraid of your freedom. Go, girl. Just hate her. I said I'm free to do what I want any old time. You're not even attempting to be a hero. You're just an idiot. The ghost dragons. Whoa, girlfriend. Whoa, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) When was that said? I I think it was in the uh, Birds of Prey episode. Uh Hey, welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron, and the oldest out of us, I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in for season eight. Holy shit. Season eight. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we've been reading through now, uh, all the way up to season eight. Oh my gosh, is it season eight? Hi, I'm Ben, your sunshine, and Gotham, and the baby brother. You're listening to The Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where three broskies get together to talk all things Dark Knight. It is season eight. Congratulations. This is the 180th episode. 180 episodes. So uh, oh, That we're... sounds like a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Just kidding. So today we are going to be talking about Detective Comics 697 through 699, otherwise known as the Lockup Story. And guys, I actually made a beverage. That's yeah. awesome. You're telling us about it. I we, we are recording over the phone because of that little thing called the fucking pandemic. Uh, and so we are going to get back in person, hopefully in a few weeks. But uh, I did not make your beverage. But what did, what did you decide to make then? So it's known in bars as a blue motherfucker, and for this episode, I'm calling it Bad Cop. <laughs> <laughs> and it is basically, if you've never heard of a blue motherfucker, it is basically Long Island, but instead of cola, it's like a Sprite, and then it's like um, lime soda, and then instead of Something else, it's got blue Caraco in it. So it's got rum, gin, tequila, uh, vodka, blue carousel, um, and then it's supposed to be lime juice and um, what else? What's that sugar stuff? Simple syrup. Simple syrup. Yeah, 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 simple syrup. But me being me, instead of lime juice and simple syrup, I use margarita mix because that's what I have in my house. <laughs> that's, that's about the same thing. So your right. version ends up. Pretty. Your version ends up being uh, closer to what's called a uh, electric Long Island or uh, Oh, yeah. yes. So it's yeah, got that. that. Sounds, They're good. Pretty good. It tastes yeah. really good. You can't. Um, it tastes like straight up booze. But it's blue, and you can't taste the different boozes, so it just kind of tastes like I'm on vacation. So I'll take <laughs> nice. it. Take it. Uh, yeah, I, you guys will have to let me know if you make one later. Yeah, I'm going to make one tonight uh, after I get some stuff done during the day since we are recording in the middle of the afternoon, and I don't need to be yeah. hammered on a Saturday. So. I do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, what's been uh, going on in your geeky little lives, gentlemen? Stop talking about comic books or I'll What do you think you're doing? 
nerd. Stop spending Get the words! Geek. Geek. Man, I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. Stop talking about comic books. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I just started. I watched the first episode of a new CW superhero show that just started this week. It's called oh. Naomi, and Who? it's yeah, Naomi. It's oh, based okay. on a character that was created in 2019. She's. It's kind of a mystery show. But the general idea is that she had a little six-issue miniseries, and then they threw her into a couple, like, team books. Like, she's been oh, in the okay. Justice League already. And so what's cool about the TV show is they can pretty much do whatever because she has so little mythos. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. The first episode, um, it's CW, so the quality's questionable. But if you go in knowing that... Um, if you know what you're going to get, then you can have more fun with it. But basically, she's a Superman fangirl, and then she starts oh, to nice. question, like, her origins and where she came from and why she's so drawn to Superman. Oh, so, cool. I think yeah. I actually have your copy of the trade uh, right next to me because you <laughs> loaned it to my wife, and it ended up in my uh, office. So. I Bye. did. I did loan it to your wife because your wife does a um, review podcast of Star Girl, which is another CW DC superhero show, so I thought your wife might like it in case in case there's ever any Naomi and Star Girl crossovers. So, excellent. Yeah, I've also been watching uh, a little TV. I think I talked about it in a recent episode. We're getting through Daredevil season three, and I am yeah. just in love with the season. It just makes me so sad that they canceled. The Daredevil show and the Netflix shows, and so I'm hoping, uh, hoping beyond hope that <laughs> with the new yeah. uh, direction of that character, that we're going to be able to see some more of high quality superhero shows like the Daredevil Netflix show was. And I, I wasn't originally going to do that as my weekend geek, but because of Daredevil's beliefs in the justice system and why Matt Murdock <laughs> decides to don a vigilante costume and go bust up the thugs who, you know, maybe escaped mm. the justice that they were due. I thought that was quite fitting oh, for this episode. That is mm. Mm. I guess we'll find out why in a few minutes. Huh. Jake, about Daredevil, you said it was canceled. Did they end it? Like did they give it a do they give it an ending or did they leave it open and because they thought there'd be a fourth season? So we have it, it's one... a blind ending. They don't know what was coming. Yeah, and we have one more episode to watch. So I don't know exactly how the third season ends, but I do know that it was canceled because of the Disney Plus upcoming shows and they were moving towards oh. that platform instead of the Netflix and oh, okay. um it's always the mouse's fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping that they can take Fair. that universe and the stories that they created there and just slide them over in the MCU. I think Daredevil, it, it was, I guess we're past, yeah, we're past spoiler range. Uh, Daredevil having shown up in the Spider-Man movie, I, I, hope, what? <laughs> I hope that it gets to be the Murdoch that we've already lived with and grown with mm-hmm. a little bit through that show. And... I think he's a great character to kind of speckle throughout other people's shows and movies, but yeah. I really mm. think he does best in the the long format of a TV show where they can draw out uh, his story and tell 
something more than you get out of a two-hour movie. And I hope that they go mm-hmm. back. If they're going to give him something all his own, I hope it's another show and not, not really. I I don't really want a movie out of him. I want I want more, you know, eight nine episode shows. It would be really. I kind of like the idea of him just randomly showing up in people's shows to like do some law thing, but then like just as he did in the Spider-Man movie, just show like glimmers of his abilities. But just uh, kind of like keep it hidden, I think, is kind of fun. Would be kind of fun. But I think having his own show, going back to that, I think would be really good because I, I enjoyed the Daredevil show when I watched it. Yeah, I think it would be good if they could revive somehow. Well, and they have a great platform yes. with the upcoming She-Hulk. I mean, she's a lawyer, right? And mm-hmm. you know, I th- I think she stands out as um, you know a female lawyer in the MCU. But I I would say that Murdoch is the most famous lawyer in the MCU. So I think it mm-hmm. it definitely is an easy entry point to put him back in with her show somewhere. Nice. Aaron. Well, mine is yeah. mine. Mine is also TV related. Sounds like there's not a whole lot else to do right now. <laughs> uh, but I finished a couple series that are at least the current uh, what's out. I finished uh, watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is oh, really yeah. funny. It's that mockumentary style about vampires living in current New York or Long or on uh, Staten Island. And it's, it's really funny. Big cameos show up in it uh, this last season. Season three, Mark Hamill was uh, on it, and the the guy that was in Blade that played one of the evil vampires plays himself as oh. a real life vampire, which is really funny. Uh, so that's been enjoyable. Uh, so what we do in it. the shadows, or what we do in the dark? What we do in the shadows. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It's on is Hulu. it Netflix or Hulu? Okay. Yeah, there's a there was a movie first, so watch the movie. And then there's three seasons of the TV show that kind of take after the movie. Same characters, same actors. Okay. Uh, but it just kind of expands. And then we finished watching season two of Ted Lasso last night. And that show was great. Really, Good. really fun like show. Uh, really, like, there's not a whole lot of characters that you don't like on the mm-hmm. show or that are, like, really bad written characters i think there's a lot of uh it's much more of a positive uplifting kind of show than a lot of them which i which you don't always get so it's kind of a it's definitely a fun show good well written well acted enjoy nice should kelly enjoy it yeah i think so and toby watched it and connor wasn't into it but uh, i think it got to be a little slow for toby um Mm -hmm. but i really enjoyed it so nice i'm glad you liked it because i've been trying to get you guys on that one yeah. I think it's yeah. just like you said, it's just it's well meaning and it's just kind of warm hearted without being sappy because it's like funny enough. Right. So. Yeah. It, it doesn't go to that sappy route like it, it very mm-hmm. easily could, it, you know, and it, it, it I'm glad that it doesn't. It takes, it a, a takes turns that you, yeah, mm-hmm. it takes turns that you don't see coming, which is good. Nice. Yeah. nice. So uh, what do we uh, read? people? Yeah, we read a book that I have been really super excited to get to. And they are the Lockup story. Lockup was created in the 1992 cartoon show. Jake mentioned that a few mm-hmm. episodes ago, a season ago, if you will. And we have had him smattered throughout some of our continuity where he's picking up different villains who are escaping Batman or the law. And we didn't have a name to him until this episode, but basically He's a cop who thinks he knows what's best, so he has his own little prison where he's putting people that are not going to be able to get off 
um, on insanity pleas or get shorter sentences. And it takes Batman, Nightwing, and Robin to track him down. And it's a fun little jaunt with a bunch of um, nice cameos. So you guys want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. yeah, we covered sure. Detective Comics six ninety seven through six ninety nine. I don't think you mentioned that part, but I did in the very beginning of the episode. I'm sorry I didn't repeat it, oh. but thank you for covering me. Uh... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let me take another drink and then I'll respond to you. I did like. Oh. Um, I liked how in the first uh, six ninety seven. In the yeah. title bar and you know the the credits block, they gave special thanks to Paul Dini, who created Lockup for the animated series. And oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that either. If Where you're, that? Uh, it's in this in the the buy block um, in in issue six ninety seven, like second or third page. If you want to know, it's from the second season of the animated show. Oh, yeah. uh, it aired on November 19th in 1994. So it took two years from this character whose first original appearance was that episode he was created for the animated series to make the jump over to continuity comics. He won't be the last. Yeah. Probably not. Like There's probably a reason we started with this story in this season, maybe. So wait, this is, is an there? actual... This is a. This is a question, Jake. Did um, so does that mean Montoya wasn't created on the TV show? Does she just become more popular on the TV show? Montoya uh, was in some of the early stuff we read in this, but I don't know when it was written. I can't remember for, for the podcast. He showed up pretty gotcha. early. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think sure. it's really close. Uh, her first appearances to I'm actually so might have been the same. I am year, stalling why sure. I am googling it. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. It's fine, but he—if he's not the first, he's the second. So, hmm. so, so no, I, yeah, I, she appeared in Batman four seventy five in March nineteen ninety two. So okay. the same year, pretty close. They were at least working on the TV show. No, she so is credited like, as just... being created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini for the animated series. Oh, all right. So, but she so we made. We didn't a, need to read this. <laughs> she made the leap almost at the exact same time, right? The she was coming right. out in the books as that, which is very cool. Like they they had that stuff prepped and working. They're like, okay, well, we really like this character. Let's get her into comics so that people are even more excited about her. And then they did it more and more with villains as that series popularity built and you know steamrolled through mm. pop culture. Right. That's really cool. All right, well, the book starts with Two-Face being Yay, taken to jail. <laughs> his uh, van gets hit, and he's thinking he's being rescued by his by his men, but really, it is this scary-ass dude that we've seen in other issues. Yes. Lockup captures Two-Face and then takes him away, and then it kind of goes immediately to a scene with Batman, Robin, and Nightwing meeting with Gordon on the roof. And I, I liked the that Tim is the only one like that sticks around like Bruce and Dick both like leave like they're traditional like I'm done with you before you are done with having a conversation. And mm-hmm. Tim stay, uh, stays behind and welcomes Gordon back. And I, I thought that was I like that scene and like that kind of shows Tim's personality a little bit more and how he's like, yeah, I'm not this dickhead totally yet. So you know, I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. be kinder. <laughs> Yeah, and he welcomes it back to being commissioner, and they have this little cute doll moment, and 
even Gordon cracks a smile. He's like, oh, well, maybe things are a little bit different. And I, I really got the impression, with, we've already mentioned several times that he's working with uh, Dick and Tim throughout both or all three of these issues. That, like Batman is, he he's changed his his modes and his his behavior he's going to ask for help and he's going to surround himself with his team now uh, especially after contagion and the clinch when he was faced against something that he just couldn't punch and solve on his own and um he, well, it's about he, time well <laughs> yes he will take he will take help from his team like a uh, nightwing and robin but if the cops actually arrest somebody, he has a problem with that because it really should have been them. Yeah, right. Well, you know, <laughs> he's still he a kind of a glory hog. So. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they got their man. Robin says Nightwing. He should have been ours. Robin, we should leave some perps to the cops. That means <laughs> Nightwing's right, Robin. <laughs> yeah, because they capture Lockup right away. Um, they're able to bring him down relatively quickly by setting up a, a trap they they right. leak some information about another crook that's going to get off uh from um i'm sorry they leak information about a man with a rabbit mask yeah it's a rabbit <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> they're saying he like worked with black mask right because all black yeah, mask right. people have masks but this is like a costume store like big ass thing that goes completely over his head it doesn't it's so funny and he's in like a suit (laughs) it's almost like he could have been like i don't know like could have called him like the easter bunny or they could have called him something i don't know what they could have called this guy well when i turned the page and i saw him i was like okay so we either have a goon of mad hatter and so we're gonna see mad hatter we've got a black mask Mm -hmm. i I didn't really actually think black mask got away or we've got um do you guys remember in the animated series the the three crooks they were like um, oh they they one wore an eagle mask and a fox mask and they were just like they were like rich boys having fun being crooks instead i was like oh well maybe this is that, that character brought funny. from the animated series too and i was like nope never mind it's just a <laughs> guy in a bunny suit <laughs> So yeah, funny. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen those episodes of the animated series. Yeah, I, I don't remember that that moment. But um, yeah. we also get the return of Taraxis and um, <laughs> the guy who's allergic to everything. Which Gleazy. I'm so glad Gleazy. that we included <laughs> all of that stuff. Yes. yes. <laughs> weed so, whacker. I like to my own horn. Sorry. I just said weed whacker's back. Oh, weed whacker. Yes. And to yeah. toot my own horn, I'm really, really glad that I made us read the Carl Rank um, death in the Robin issues uh-huh. because that gets referenced again. It it's did. crazy how much Chuck Dixon like ties everything together with his different books. Like, do really he does a really good job. Detective and Robin. I did like, yeah, it does. Ben, you're you're right. He does tie them all together. I wasn't expecting, you know, that comes in later. I think it's in six ninety eight, maybe where he's trying to, they're trying to figure out which of the, uh, once lockup escapes again, or like he can escape very, very easily, which I thought was funny, but they're trying to figure out which of the escaped guys he's going after, or which of the villains out there he might go after next. And, um, you know, Tim is trying to make a, a, a deal. He's disguised. I know what was Tim's disguise. It was very funny. It was like, Oh my God. A, he was Alvin trying to be a punk or, 
What was his name? So, so Tim's version of Matches Malone is named yeah. Alvin Draper. <laughs> and I couldn't remember if this was our first introduction to him in the pod. I, I, because he he does it all the damn time in his own I think series. it is. Um, so yeah. that's that's really funny. But I actually wrote to ask you if he showed back up. Yes, I don't know if this is Alvin's first appearance, but um, but it's like pretty. It's pretty ongoing. Matches Malone being Bruce Wayne's, uh, you know on-the-streets crime guy that he dresses up as. He's got a mustache. He wears sunglasses. He <laughs> looks different. Tim just has a yeah. piercing, and what we find out is drawn-on stubble. Like, that's... <laughs> He's that just walked there. <laughs> that's, that's his outfit, and he wears the Robin hair. Like, right, he slicks his hair back, and... Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super convincing that people would not be able to recognize Tim Drake. No, I... he's also like 14 and tiny. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, it's bad. Like, Matches Malone has like a full-on like prosthetic face mask. And <laughs> Tim's just like, stitch, stitch, stitch with his like eyeliner on his right. nose. <laughs> Which we get a moment later on where it gets wiped off. And he's like, well, you know, I guess that stubble wasn't meant to be or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, he gets deloused. Like, yeah, lock up. He really cares about his prisoners. You know, he wants them not to get lice and mice, and <laughs> he brings them sandwiches and like chicken and other things that that they complain noodles. about. Like, <laughs> noodles, noodle, <yeah>. noodle. <laughs> but do complain an awful lot. Those those crooks that he's got. They're they are not. I mean, obviously they're being prison. They're prisoners of his, but they're, everything is bitch, 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 bitch. Like it totally. I liked how uh, Two Face was complaining his sandwich wasn't cut in half. That was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was funny. Like it was it was just funny. And the stakes are, you know, when they have lockup, it's like okay, well, if you don't release me, they're gonna die because no one knows where they are. So do you want these? D-list criminals to all die, or do you want me to go and feed them? Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just call Two-Face a D-list criminal? Okay, I am actually very sorry. <laughs> 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 but next to Taraxic and, and Weed Whacker, I got, I got confused. <laughs> well, yeah, you need to say that name right, Ben. You need to say that correctly. Taraxic! <laughs> <laughs> well, Did t- I do better that time? That was better, Ben. Even Dent is giving annoyed. him the respect he deserves. Oh, and he's he's annoyed to be locked up with these D-list villains, right? Like he's like, "Would you guys shut up? Like, stop complaining." Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the rat eating and Wheezy just being like grossed out by Taraxis was really fucking hilarious. That, that part that was really I did enjoy that. I thought that was really funny. And we also have other food eating. Alfred brings down Dick and Tim a pizza in box on his platter like he's carrying it down it reminds me of like just it was just funny how he's doing that and it was pineapple and andouille sausage I, what do you feel about that combination of pizza topping i was really confused about how we were supposed to feel about it like who ordered it because it seemed like they were all talking shit on it like i was confused i think dick ordered it yeah I and think then, dick oh okay and then batman actually is like is that pizza i smell <laughs> and which I don't know if Batman was like actually hungry at that time or if he because uh, he never eats, but that's okay. 
maybe he wanted a sandwich. It was giving me a little bit of the recent Spider-Man movie, (laughs) spoiler warning, with, like, the three-brother dynamic of, like, the oldest, the middle, and the youngest. Like, these three had some really good dynamics. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I liked all, you got to see all of their strength and you got to see their friendship and how they all kind of look up to each other. Uh, that's true. That is, uh, they, I didn't see that comparison, but I can see it now when you mention it. But So the there's a line one. where Batman's talking about how Lockup is obsessed and Dick is like, well, you're the expert. Oh. And Tim's like, Dick! <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was pretty great. That yeah. was great. So when matches matches Malone, we talked about him briefly, but his disguise, how often does he seem that he appears to these goons? Because they, you know, I know they did like a mic, uh, like a check on him in the car later, but they seemed to welcome him. And he was like, you know, there and they recognized him right away. And so I was like, does Bruce have a calendar like in his back? Gate where he's like, <laughs> I have to dress like matches today and at least show up and say hey to the goons. Or, you know, how does that work? How does he keep That's that what he wears money? to the strip club, Aaron. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> When Bruce needs to unwind, he just puts on his matches outfit and goes out on the town. <laughs> I mean, you know, in either persona, he's going to be recognized, so he's got to go with something that's a little bit more low-key. So, <laughs> yeah. I think he needs to retire it, but I really enjoyed the the element of, okay, there's these three people that we're thinking Lockup might be going after, so all three of them go after one, and Bruce mm-hmm. mentions that he's doing it in order of probability that Lockup will go so he gives right, him right. the safest one and that's where we get the carl rank reference it's the guy that ended up shooting carl mm-hmm. in the robin series right. um the second one the one dick goes after that was yeah that was, the like that child murderer yeah yeah i i wrote the my notes on that was okay nightwing finds a child murderer and saves baby that he was maybe going to eat or at least burn in a furnace no big deal mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was, like, it was, was the throwaway storyline. Like, they just needed to occupy Dick uh, so that they could capture Robin. And uh, it's like, okay, well, this is horrible and graphic. Super yeah. dark, yeah. It was pretty dark. Like, Tim's watching from a roof, and he's like, oh, he's just making soup. And then he realizes he's Dick. pouring two bowls. Or Yeah, Dick is just watching, and he realizes the dude's pouring two bowls. And then he's like, I gotta go in. Which I thought was, like, really clever and... Uh, a great way to like show yeah this dude's up to no good and you know and, and i'd like that we've seen you know we saw like dick you know save the kid and tied the guy up so you did have like some closure there which i thought was good it wasn't total throwaway i think mm-hmm. it you know said where his priorities were is like i gotta take care of this guy because this is you know whether a lockup comes or not i'm gonna take care of this guy but you yeah, can't good call it do that without having a little bit of Dick Grayson humor in there. Like he's trying to like mm-hmm. talk to Tim. He's like, I can't hear you, Tim. I got this whiny baby in my ear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was yeah, the Tim stuff. I was cracking up with Tim trying to like be tough <laughs> with, the, oh, yeah. with these gun sellers. It's just very comical. Would you read um, a, would you read a one shot Ben that was just uh, Alvin Draper and matches Malone, like in the eighties, <laughs> Miami Vice style. Yes. <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> Read one. I'm working on writing one. Just get off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read this. Um, All right, so he gets Robin. He throws him in the pool. Drama, drama. I thought the length of these, like having it be a three issue, I thought was perfect. 
Like, some of the big epic 12-issue mm-hmm. arcs with, like, every different character tied in and all these things, those can be really nice. But for a single title storyline um, and with the amount of stakes and the amount mm-hmm. of characters we were dealing with, I thought 3 was perfect. I, I agree. I thought the length on this was actually it was pretty good. Yeah, I it, think it needed to be longer than this. Well, and it gave a, a little bit more to a first comic appearance of a villain that, you know, he's going to be on the same kind of level of the villains that he, you know, except for Two-Face, the villains that he captured. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was it was enough of a story to make him, you know, feel like a threat or be interesting mm-hmm. and showcase, you know, what the other characters were doing. Yeah, I, I thought the, the length was great. All of the other appearances we had a lockup. Those were just like the hints that this was this was coming. Were those yes. all like his? Okay. Yes. yes. And then, I knew I, like that, in your con- that. Yeah. Okay. In your continuity, I knew that's how you're doing it, but I didn't know if that's how it was intended to be for him to be revealed, where it's like a surprise. Yes. In a previous episode, you asked me if we had read if there were other of those appearances where he's capturing people, but there are not all of the issues that we read were the buildups to this, um, this quote unquote, uh, you know, reveal oh, or mini series so world was fully continuity. Like I, that needed to be read. <laughs> yes. Basically. Yeah. I mean, kind of actually. Right. So basically my Ben's world now is cleaning up Jake's mess. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> If you were a fan of the cartoon, like you would, and you were reading the comics at this time, you're like, oh, wow, they're going to put Lockup in. Oh, I guess, you know, and there's kind of that buildup. But then if you had no idea, if you were just reading the books, you're like, okay, well, who's this new guy? So I thought that was kind of fun how it was handled. Like it was a little bit yeah. of that fan service for people who were in the know, but also a mm-hmm. nice tease of people who were just following along with the current continuity of the books. So very well handled, I thought. Yeah. One thing I think we should cover is uh, Oracle has a very small part in this, yes. but um, when Al- when Tim Alvin gets captured, they let her know, and she goes in there and she messes mm-hmm. with his fingerprints, and she like comes up with a whole rap sheet so uh, um, Lockup doesn't figure out who he actually is, and instead thinks Alvin Draper is you know rough enough that he should hold on to him. So I thought right. that was really a nice little moment of oracle especially with her um popularity and importance growing here yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i think that that's good he, like the the rap sheet's like really huge when he's printing it out and it's like know, a cvs it's... receipt mm-hmm. yeah totally <laughs> even uh totally. tim's surprised he's like uh did i do all that stuff like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, know, I did that well dick does come to like save him and you know, he's like messing with like the locks, uh, the the gates of like to unlock all the prisoners or to free free Tim. And of course, he frees everyone at the same time. So not only does he free Tim, he uh, frees all the other the goons and the the villains. And I I liked how Two Face figured out that uh, Tim was Robin based on uh, Dick showing up and and the the secretiveness of that or the lack of secretness. Well, then, mm-hmm. as soon as he knows that, that that's Robin, he is fixated on killing Robin, right? Like, right. <laughs> he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't put it together that Nightwing is the Robin that he's been trying to kill for decades at this point. But there's a guy <laughs> in the Robin suit, and Two-Face is going to kill him because Two-Face hates Robin. Yeah. Yes. yes, Robin must die. 
Kids, kids. <laughs> kids don't grow up. This must be the same person. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's like Neverland. <laughs> never, Neverland. Right. Well, and he gets Batman close. Shows up. Yeah, because they're stuck in a quickly flooding uh, jail block. And, uh, yeah, lockups uh, just to let it, ready to let everybody drown like rats down there. So that, I don't think they did a great job on explaining, like, how lockup was stopped from like finishing it or how because he i'm trying to find the page yeah all you (laughs) see is batman's hand on his shoulder and then batman's in the next panel and there's no more lockup oh is that what it was i don't know if i trying to think if i saw him get punched oh Oh, okay so it it just kind of it there's not enough i don't think there's enough like differentiating between his mask that lockup's wearing and batman's hand because it's really kind of ambiguous Mm -hmm. in that in that scene yeah okay yeah a a little subtle like i like the subtle uh idea that like okay well batman's here and this batman this guy is not playing at batman's league right like he can maybe uh handle the boy wonders but once the dark knight shows up this guy's in serious trouble and so Uh but when it's not um shown to you that clearly yeah you can miss that part i think yeah, not the strongest part of the book, but um, one well, it, thing we definitely need to talk about here real yeah. quick is the bringing back the plague. So they mm-hmm. uh, thought they managed, <laughs> which the uh, the timing of these books is interesting as we are recording over the phone again because of all these new variants in real life. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was kind of terribly funny. Yep. Uh, yeah, and not not funny in a really funny haha way, but more of a funny in uh, hating our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, like, it's Mayor Kroll who they find out is dead in his place, and they end up doing, like, a check, and it's, like, a mutated strain of the virus, and they're saying that anyone that had been previously infected with it is probably going to get it again and is probably going to die. Uh, And we find out that Gotham, in, like, issue 698, lost 8 million people in the clench. Yeah. That's insane. Which is insane. Yeah, almost yeah. half their population. So it said it went from fifteen to seven million. That's that's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. When and thinking that Gotham's like fifteen million people, that no wonder like they're all on top of each other. That's why like everybody's so crazy is they wouldn't get away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure everything's gonna get better now, right? Like that. Oh, <laughs> I think it might. Yeah, it might get better. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> Any other uh, anything else we want to talk about on this? Uh, just real quick, I don't know if you guys have watched the lockup uh, episode. I watched it I for review of this. Just wanted to point out a few of the differences. Um, so in the cartoon, he's actually a Arkham Asylum security guard that all mm. of the villains are terrified of because his punishment and his means of keeping them jailed are much more severe and so like they're more scared of him and being in arkham with him than they are of like facing batman and everything and so he gets fired and that's his catalyst for turning into lockup but instead of going after villains he goes after the people that he thinks have broken the justice system so the press the, Mm. the police the mayors um that's his target as a 
And gotcha. I kind of like both versions, and I think that they'll, mm-hmm. they'll kind of combine and tell stories with both versions as it goes gotcha. on. Um, but other than that, I mean, like, his costume is exactly the same as it is in the cartoon, pretty much. Um, so which, do you know the name of the episode that he appears It's Lockup. I think that's called Lockup. <laughs> yeah, it's called oh, Lockup. Okay. Uh, uh, well, season 2, episode 14, if you're looking for it. Um, 14. All right. Yep. I'll find that one. That's cool that they did a different story instead of just repeating the animated one. They're like, we're going to do something very different with this character. But they do. uh, They did pay homage to a lot of it because the 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 climax of the cartoon episode takes place on a prison or a boat that he's turned into his prison, and so the boat ends Mm -hmm. up starting to sink. So you have that whole flooding sequence and everything. Oh, gotcha. Something very similar to that, Um, and. A really good animated uh, fight between Lockup and Batman. It's actually a really good episode. Uh, and nice. I would definitely recommend checking it out if you're reading these books with us. Unlike this where you don't see them fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just like grabs his shoulder right. or pinch like the Vulcan death group or something. Right. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was terrible! Horrendous! I'm offended! I'm appalled! That was awesome! Yes! Yes! No! Alright, well, I would definitely recommend it. I feel like I sort of did. Um, (laughs) But having... Yeah, I've I've owned these. I really enjoyed them. I'm actually... Um, this might be hard for you two to believe. I think I'm actually going to go and try to find some more of the detective comics from this year because I have a lot of them and I don't, and I'm enjoying them and the art is good. Chuck Dix is one of my favorites. So I kind of want to fill in the holes and, uh, cool. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Nice. Nice. Uh, I enjoyed them. I thought there was a, I thought it definitely ties into what we've read. Um, I think there was some really good villain stuff in here. Uh, with an anti-hero, I think Lockup kind of falls into that anti-hero kind of character trope. Um, but I did like uh, I like the matches. You know, it was stupid, and you know Tim's version of matches was even stupider. But I liked it. <laughs> so I mean, it was just kind of fun. So and definitely like follow up if you've read you know the the, the uh, Contagion if you read that with us and and you want to know what's going to happen with whatever happens with this mutated virus, which I'm sure will be fine. And I'm sure they'll get healthy and it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, sorry, that caught me off guard. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely recommend it. Um, I think in the mid nineties, you get some of the best Batman that we ever had. And I think these kinds of stories exemplify that, you know, set in the middle mm-hmm. of some really long format, cross title, huge storylines. You can have three issues that tell a really concise, really good villain story, but fit with everything else that's going on and help develop all the characters at the same time. And I think that's yeah. exactly the kind of... Uh, height of that comic books can reach in superhero books and so yeah i mean this isn't a work of art but i think it's uh, a great example of what a good batman story can be nice so uh what's next jace well um we are going to find out just how great things are going to get for gotham 
in (laughs) in our uh, review of Legacy Part 1. So this is going to cover Catwoman, issue 33 through 35, Robin, issue 31, Shadow of the Bat, 53, Batman, 533, and Detective Comics, 700. Uh, Can you find it in a trade? Yes. Those issues, along with these three issues, are all collected in Batman Legacy, Volume 1. Nice. And so it will get us excited for the next giant uh, cross title uh, uh, crossover. I said cross too many nice. times. Sorry. That's all right. It doesn't make me cross, so you're fine. <laughs> Season eight. Season eight. What did we learn, Aaron? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, Ben, we, we've learned uh, many things today, but I think <laughs> one of them is that drawn on stubble is a great disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I've used it. <laughs> fair. Fair for the brother to Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. Thanks for tuning in. I'll clean this up, and we look forward to uh, hanging with you this season. I'm Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, and the baby brother. Thanks. And I'm Jake. I'm the little brother. Thanks for uh, coming back, and uh, we look forward to the rest of the season, and hope you guys keep listening. Oats of city's plants, this city's way.